This podcast is an RPPFM production. The following episode contains some coarse language and descriptions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. I think my fridge is haunted. Woo! A very creepy podcast it's for very creepy people. I'm Gemma and I'm Esther, and this is episode twelve. 12. I think twelve. Yeah, twelve. Twelve of thirteen. This is the new year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everyone! <laughs> it's twenty. It's the twenty. How great was um New Year's Eve? Yeah, it was. How was yours, Gemma? It hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened for us yet. We're coming from the past, but speaking in the future, so it's very confusing. Yeah. So happy New Year to you. Hasn't even been Christmas yet from where we're at, where at right now, but um, we're so organised. We are. Yeah, we're coming to you from the past. Yep. What uh, housekeeping do we have today? Okay, I got a I got a big one. Last ah. week we did Jean Benoit Ramsey. Yep. And so the grant, it was about the um, charges that were laid against Patsy and John Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bit of confusion because if you actually research into that case, it is so friggin' confusing. Like the it, actual, there's a lot to it. The court process is horrendous. Mm. I really struggle with understanding court cases and and like i have so much trouble with that yeah um so chris our lovely producer spelt it out to me and i'm gonna i'm gonna read it to you guys so it's more clear but the grand jury indicted of child abuse resulting in death to the ramsey parents right the second charge was placing her in a dangerous situation that led to her death and that charge also related to the parents helping slash contributing to the murder. Uh, and that kind of explains how a lot of their evidence was mixed in with the crime scene. Um, it covers for them covering up from for a family member who potentially murdered um, Jean Benet. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, if Burke did it, they covered it up. And so that's them kind of um, working in with the quote-unquote murderer. Yeah. And the but this is where it got confusing. The prosecutor refused to sign the document that would lead to the charges being put in place against the Ramses. Corrupt. Yeah. So it's really, really confusing to um try to navigate. It, it, it's the most bizarre circumstances. It's it's Completely really hard bizarre. to yeah. And I think we w- we will probably never get to the bottom of it. No. Which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Well, the evidence is completely botched and Mm -hmm. they you know it's very warped and very tricky yeah anyway do you have any housekeeping uh yeah i do i just wanted to do a shout out um to some new friends of ours i've um i listen to a lot of podcasts Mm -hmm. and i listen to a lot of new podcasts as well um and i started listening to this new podcast called oh for art's sake i love it and they're a guy and a girl from shreveport 
Louisiana in the US and um, they talk about art like an art history which I'm totally into uh, but it's funny yay <laughs> and they did this really really good episode about uh, not Cleopatra uh, Maria Antoinette's oh. hairstylist oh god and like he was like this guy that like his whole life was this whole drama and he wrote his memoirs and beautiful um he slipped around and I he did it. amazing like three foot tall I, hair oh and they should make a movie about this man yeah uh it's it's an interesting episode so it's called um oh for art's sake okay and that was actually episode three so and i just loved it because i do hair so yeah exactly yeah it was really good you would so love it. shout out to those guys cheers shout guys out, shout out, um, shout out. looking forward to your future episodes that's exciting yeah yeah mm. do you have a fact from the freezer fact from the freezer yep star wars okay i hate star wars what i hate it Jackson was forcing me to watch it last night and my, like, skin was curling. Do you know what? It's weird. My friend Renee is like that. She's like, I hate Star Wars. I will never watch Star Wars. She's the one that used to do the graphics for the porno covers. Oh, I love her. Yeah. I love will her. Will not watch Star Wars. I can't Wars. do it. Just will not. So you guys are going get, to get along great yeah, if you ever meet. Yeah, but surely she had to edit a porno called Star Wars or something. Probably. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of porns themed as Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't deal with it. I cannot deal with Star so Wars. So you're 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 not down. That's with the fact. The, the <laughs> <laughs> so you don't partake in the baby Yoda no. memes. No. No, I don't. Not your. And theme. I'm stating that strongly because everyone is sending it to me going esther look how cute this baby yoda is all right well esther you know you have to be prepared that if you ever do watch say um return of the jedi and you say oh my god Gemma, i've watched this amazing thing it's changed my life i say no No. johnny come lately i can tell you right now i have seen the star i have seen all of them Really? And because you still don't I've like been it. forced to, and I hate them. So I can say that I, nah. God, I remember watching it for the first time when I was a kid. Changed my life. Nah. Nah. For me, that was um, Quentin Tarantino movies. Ugh. Dad made me watch Kill Bill at like six, and it changed my so life. <laughs> life changed. Anyway, my, br- my, my fact. Okay, tell us your facts. Star Wars came out the same year as the last guillotine execution in France, 1977, brackets. Really? Yeah. So the very first Star Wars movie was in cinemas in America at the same time that France was still executing people. Isn't that weird? Because we were just talking about it's crazy. Like Marie Antoinette and she was yeah, look at executed. This. And my middle guillotine. name is Paris. <gasps> oh my God. Is this a sign that we're flying to France? Maybe. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. What's your fact? Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 I have a space fact. Ooh, Star Wars. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, well, you had a kind it? of a space link, fact. Link, link. Research by Yale University scientists suggests that a rocky planet called 55 Cancri E, Ooh. which has a radius twice of Earth's and a mass eight times greater, may have a surface made up of granite and diamonds. Get out. It is 40 light years from Earth and emits a light blue glow. 
the amount of diamonds on this planet would be worth about 26.9 non-million dollars. Non-million? I've never heard of non-million before. It's 30 zeros. Oh, mate. (laughs) Let's go to this planet. Yeah, I want a space diamond. Can you imagine just a planet covered in diamonds? Um, But it wouldn't be like we're picturing like diamonds that we diamonds yeah these will be rough yeah raw natural diamonds yeah but it would still be imagine a whole clump of diamond cut your shoes to shreds like even if you're wearing like really good hiking boots wouldn't it be really sharp i would love to say that the way i died was being cut to shreds by diamonds I don't know. That sounds really painful and messy. <laughs> yeah, but it's also space, so the blood would float up. It would look really be. It would be very like theatrical. Be I like suppose it chapter one and two oh, on DVD now. Seen, oh my god! So today we've actually got two stories. Yeah, from right here in Australia. Yeehaw! If you people haven't guessed, we're Australian. We're Australian. <laughs> We come from Australia. We apologise. And we come from the state of Victoria, which is mm. down in the southeast. Good good for you. A lot of people don't know. I don't know my directions. I don't know north, south, east, west. Never eat soggy wheat bix. Is it counterclockwise or the other? Or yeah, so you go clockwise. You go never, never eat, eat soggy, soggy wheat bix. Wheat bix. Wheat bix. Wheat bix. Yeah, the breakfast like cereal. Like the breakfast. <laughs> 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 Okay, um, rock, paper, scissors. One, two, two three, three, shape. Oh, so it's up to you. you okay, I'll, I'll go first. All right. All right, awesome. That sounds good. <laughs> okay, so today my sources were abc.net.au, theozfiles.com, dailygrail.com, and also the YouTube channel Finding UFO. Yes, that's a clue, guys. So today I am doing the abduction of Kelly Cahill. <gasps> and by abduction, I mean alien abduction. Because <laughs> uh, we haven't done an alien yet. No, we haven't. Which is crazy because it's crazy. if we've done 12 episodes, that means we've done like 24 stories, right? Yeah. 22 stories so far. I can't do maths. No aliens yet. Well, you had a touch of alien. Uh, we had some aliens like in Diablo Pass. Yes. We were like, well, it could be aliens. And I think that was it. The orange lights in the sky. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, listen to this one because not only is this Australian, but this is local. <gasps> Get out, dude. Local. I'm getting ready. I'm taking the hearing aid out. <laughs> I'm stretching my ears. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, it's sort of local anyway. It's pretty local. How exciting. Okay, go. Okay, in August of 1993, Kelly Cahill was a 27-year-old woman with a husband and three cubs. There oh. it is. Uh, and Kelly is not her actual real name. Oh, is it protected? Yeah, I think after all of this happened, she kind of gave herself a pseudonym. Kelly Cahill. Yeah. That's a choice. Huh? Do you not that- like that name? Oh, it's very like... It's normal. It's very it's normal. It's 1K off being KKK. Oh, no, no, no. It, it, the, um, it's Kelly with a K and Cahill with a C. Oh, uh, okay, good. You're doing well. All right. Okay. Okay. So one night she describes driving to a friend's house up in Mombolk. I don't know where that is. Belgrave. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? For people that don't live around here, uh, uh, in the eastern part of Melbourne, way out in the suburbs, there's uh, an amazing 
range of mountains yeah. and it's like foresty and um there's some really beautiful properties up there but also there's a lot of hippies and yes it's a you know we're talking like near hillsville right like the yarra valley type area not quite yarra valley like more kind dandenongs? of like dandenongs yeah stunning yeah, yeah lots of hippies i have hippies. family up there that are like jewish hippies oh that butterfly dude no, he lives somewhere else. What's his else. name again? Um, Butterfly the Brave. Oh, Butterfly the Brave. Yeah, no, I yeah. don't. I don't know where he's at now. Okay. Yeah. I bet at one point he probably. Oh was yeah, up there. he lived in a nature reserve, so it was probably in Dandenong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they're driving to a friend's house in Mombolk with her husband around dusk. They're driving on Belgrave Hallam Road in the foothills of Melbourne's Dandenong Ranges. There we go. And. It is a creepy area. It is. Um, I mean, when you go up there, it's... Every, well, the time I've been up there, which was twice, mm. it was um, lots of mountains, beautiful, beautiful rainforest like type scenery. But when the sun goes down, it's a different story. Now, I used to be in a band years ago, and one of our other band members lived up in Emerald, yeah. and I used to drive her home after band practice. And I used to come home down this road mm. in the night. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's cool. And I used to grip onto the steering Are wheel. I used to lock my doors. That is the literally, if I didn't want to break down somewhere, it would be there. Did you just get a bad vibe? It is quiet. It is dark. It, there's trees. No, no lights? Oh, no, it's creepy as. And I don't know, it might be different now, but oh. we're talking about this is in like 2001. Yeah. So there, there's not a lot of houses around. Far um, out. Specifically back then. It was, it's just a creepy, windy desolate, roads. It's just like fields and trees, basically. Okay. Um, not, not particularly windy roads. It's yeah. just like a, I used to call it Zero Killer Road. Oh, I love it. Yeah. God, this is going to relate so hard and also, onto my story. And also, in 2001, it's the type of place, like, you would not have cell phone, like, no, coverage. reception. You'd have no reception. Okay. So, Kelly, so the driving, it's around dusk. Kelly looks towards a field and sees a row of round orange lights. The lights looked as though they made up a round flying saucer type of aircraft. Mm. Kelly says that... As she was looking at the orange lights, she could see the shapes of figures standing inside the craft as if they were windows. She says to her husband, look, there's people in there. And the craft suddenly zooms off to the left of their car. Mm -hmm. Down the road, she sees what she describes as a wall of light. Far out. And she's thinking they've just had a close encounter. So she straight away thought of aliens. Yes. Because a lot of people are, are in like complete denial. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, she she is kind of thinking to herself, we've just had some kind of encounter of awesome. that sort of thing. So then the light disappears and she realizes they've driven about a kilometer down the road and she doesn't recall any of that time. Wow, there you go. Mm-hmm. Later that night at home, Kelly was getting changed and she noticed a geometric, a geometric triangle mark under her navel, which had not been there before. It looked like a burn and the skin had been removed. It healed and went away after about five months. What? Yeah. So it's kind of like a upside down triangle. Are there photos of this? Yeah, there are. Oh my God, amazing. She felt ill for the next couple of weeks with stomach pains and prolonged menstrual bleeding. Oh my God. 
There was also an infection in her womb, which required several days in hospital on an antibiotic drip. In later months, she suffered from daily migraines and light sensitivity. Mm. So what happened in the field? It is weeks after seeing the lights in the field that she starts to remember things that happened that night. She and her husband decided to pull the car over after seeing the lights, and Kelly noticed that there was actually another car that had also pulled over down the road in the distance. Nuts. Kelly and her husband both get out of the car, and they walk towards the field. They see a huge spacecraft hovering in the field, and she says that they stood there watching it in awe. It was about 150 feet in diameter. They both stared as a tall, dark being walks out of the craft, followed by seven or eight others. She describes them as being about seven feet tall and black in colour. Mm, However... The greys. No, no, no. The greys the little ones. I thought the greys... Oh, no. Um, the... 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 Uh, the Aryans or whatever, those the tall blonde ones? Uh, similar. And I'll tell you why it's not the same, though. She says they're about seven feet tall, black in colour. However, it, it, it looked as if all matter had been removed from their bodies. So they're dark, they're, they're but like, only because it's like there's like a lack of colour to them. That's okay. why they were dark. It's, That's interesting. It's like not as if they were, t- were a tangible colour. Okay. Like, like you mean maybe it was a colour that's not on our spectrum? Potentially. And like our light doesn't hit them Maybe. Yeah, correctly. that's completely possible. Because all I, the only other thing I could think of is like, um, like what are the shadow figures in like... Yes. Like they just, say shadow figures are the blacker than black. Yeah, it's just pitch solid black, yeah. but it's a figure. But also look at black holes. Yeah, that's like Jesus, literally that's an scary. absence of any kind of matter. Yeah, that's so really black. scary. Black holes are terrifying. Yeah, totally. Uh, however, uh, all right, their eyes were like those of a fly. What? And she said when she looked at them, it seemed as if they had no soul. Mm, that's a very hippie thing to say. I think I don't. It, it's hard to say whether she as she in came like from a she, place of fear, or yeah, she came, or there was just no sense of empathy or humanity in these other creatures. Yes, yeah, like there was no sense of feeling. Yeah, yeah, I get it. She started to feel a sense of horror as she felt waves of low frequency, low level frequency passing through her body. She started to scream. When she did, the eyes of the being started to light up red and they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Just tall aliens, big aliens. Yeah, but aren't there categories? Australian aliens. Australian aliens? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she said that they were actually charging towards her. That is scary. Um, Meanwhile sort of the 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 aliens sort of broke up in two groups Mm. half of them walked towards her and half of them sort of walked into the field okay uh she feels a blow to her stomach and she's lifted off her feet and thrown backwards into the grass Mm. she forces herself to sit up 
even though she feels like she's going to pass out. When she sits up, she can only see blackness, so she's actually lost her sight. Jesus. And while she's sitting there, she recalls hearing her husband yelling for the beings to leave them alone, but she also remembers someone answering, they meant no harm. Mm. Still sitting in the grass, she feels a hand on her shoulder and she completely freaks out. And I wonder what it felt like. Yeah, was it cold? Like if it was, was a it? human's hand, if it was her husband or if it was one of these aliens just like She got, she the way that she said it in the documentary it it it, it sounded as if it was an something alien. N- not of her family. Nuts. Okay. Um the next thing she knows, she's back in the car and they're driving home where they arrived shortly after. Yeah. So she she blacked out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so, 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 so common yeah. in abductions. Exactly. And it only takes like a, quite a long period of time for them to remember things or hypnosis and or nightmares. Like, and sometimes people can only remember through hypnosis. She yeah. actually remembers. She, her memories came back to her naturally. See, I'm, that's, I think that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, almost a year later, Kelly is put into contact with the other witnesses from the car down the road. She, because they didn't actually meet, no. she could see the car in the distance, but she didn't actually know who was in the car. She finds out that the two women from the other car, uh, Glenda and Jane, I'm going to presume this is not their real names, mm. also had the mark below their navel, the same burn mark that Kelly had found on herself. But that wasn't all. Both women had also suffered gynecological oh. gynecological problems following the encounter which they needed to seek medical help to treat Mm. so they've obviously been experimented on yeah or like impregnated or they've taken something out or exactly yeah maybe uh glenda and jane also found small red dots on their inner thighs that made a triangle shape which is so common exactly (gasps) so common I'm surprised that they only targeted the women. We should get matching tattoos of that. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Chris, you in? Friendship tattoos. Yay, alien tattoos. (laughs) Glenda had another mark. Oh, yeah. So Glenda and Jane had the little dot tattoo. Not dot tattoos. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dot marks. But Kelly didn't actually have that. Uh, But Glenda had another mark that neither Kelly nor Jane had. It was a ligature mark around her ankle, which looked like she'd been tied to something. And I saw the picture of it and it looks like she was tied with very thin string. So, um, and it looked like it it rubbed against her ankle and it was red. It was red raw. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Glenda also recalls that she was actually strapped to a table and examined during her experience. Mm. Neither of the men were left with any marks on their bodies. Which is interesting because they usually target guys. Occasionally. It it really depends. I've heard heard equal on both sides. I've heard mainly men. Really? And and horrendous things done to men. Um, Like crazy stuff. It's just a good opportunity for us to look into all these in the future, isn't it? Yeah, hell yeah. Exactly. Um. Neither of the men were left with any marks in their bodies. In fact, Kelly's husband did not acknowledge the incident for a couple of years. It actually made him really oh, angry. Oh, no. So she had no one to talk to. No, that's not good. Coming from a Muslim background, 
uh, and Kelly from a devout Christian background, mm. both of them had problems in understanding and accepted, accepting what had occurred that night. Yeah. Kelly found out that Glenda and Jane had done a couple of interviews about the incident, but soon after decided to keep the incident to themselves. I wonder if that had anything to do with Men in Black. <gasps> I don't know. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, surely, because it's such a common, common theme. Huh. Interesting. Mm, if they just all of a sudden shut up about it. Kelly, so Glenda and Jane, they did do some interviews, then they stopped. While Kelly went on, wrote a book, spoke at UFO events, that kind of thing. The man in the other car, whose name was Bill, mm. decided not to go public with the story. He was a finance executive and did not want to attract any attention that may threaten his career. Yeah, I don't really blame him. Yeah. Uh, Kelly's case brought UFO investigation to the Australian media and also to the attention of Monash University, who took part in 18 months' worth of investigation, including infrared photography of the area from the air, soil samples taken from the field, and magnetic readings. God, this is crazy. Mm. And apparently UFO researchers did find physical evidence at the site where the craft landed. Uh, with the craft leaving three burn marks in the field and other witnesses corroborated um, Kelly's story. Like with centers. the lights and stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. What? Um, so the burn marks in the field were, in fact, chemical pyrene, which is a carcinogenic substance usually found in coal tar. This is just crazy. I just... I have so many questions. There's about, a lot of questions, yeah. Like, is this particular site kind of famous now like do people drive past and um is it has it got like a little sign or like no it's no. just a ordinary ordinary paddock or something that you will drive straight past oh for all i know there's probably houses on it now what? back in the day this it was just nuts. it was just fields it was farmland this is crazy yeah um when i was like a teenager there was kind of like oh that's where people see ufos out there you know stuff like that mm, i've never heard of it ever 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 so kelly spends the next two years too scared to go to sleep mm. she has described having five times what she calls night visitations from tall beings this time wearing a cloak with a hood yeah i've heard of that before fashion fashion <laughs> <laughs> Looking good and feeling fine. So interestingly, Glenda had reported that during her experience, one of the beings she saw actually also wore a cloak. Mm. While asleep, Kelly would feel a suction feeling on her chest as if energy was being drawn out of her. She would then wake up and see the being standing next to her and she would feel really scared and then the being would just disappear. God damn. They're checking on the baby. They're checking on the baby. In addition, during those first months, major appliances would turn on and off in and around their home. Kelly would get electric shocks from items that shouldn't conduct electricity. Mm. And, the, yeah, just stuff that, you know, would just happen around the home. Like, you know, things wouldn't work and just weird yeah. stuff going on. Plus, she's got these migraines and... Oh, my God. What hell? I know. You'd, you'd just completely question your insanity at that point. Yeah, I mean, the or actual sanity. encounter on that night was only the beginning of this whole mm. journey. Yeah. 
anyway, Kelly's story is detailed in her book Encounter, and that was published in 1997. Right. And that is the story of I the love Kelly that. Cahill abduction right I love here in it. Victoria. That's nuts. Isn't it cool? That's so crazy. I love it. I can't believe. It's one of my favorites. What the hell? Yeah. Ugh, love it. Yeah, and I've been wanting to talk about that one Thank for a while. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's nuts. So, yeah, just another awesome lady to add to our list. Yeah, for sure. I wonder what's <laughs> happened to her now. I don't know. There's not really a lot on the internet to no. do with her these days. So, you know, that's I'd interesting. be interested to see, like, if she was doing guest speaking or if she or, was like, if writing something, more books. Yeah, or, but I want to know more about, like, her health and, like, if – yeah anything progressed you know she woke up with more marks and stuff that's really interesting yeah or if she had any like radiation related diseases yeah, like cancers totally, or anything totally crazy i love that thank you for that that was sick my pleasure all right should we go to a break go on a break Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for not turning us off. Yeah, guys, turn us on. Okay. <laughs> so, it's keeping in the Aussie theme. Mm-hmm. And this one's awesome because it literally links in with the topic you just spoke about. Really? It's haunted roads in Australia. Oh and my you were just God. speaking about how you like lock your doors when you're going through this particular stretch. Uh, dude, it's uh, awesome. <sighs> I, I'm so excited that you're doing this. I'm it's, so excited. It was really hard to research. Really? Really. Yeah. And I've heard of haunted roads. I didn't know there were many in Australia. Well, there's maybe about seven. Well, road trip. Oh, yeah. There's some in Victoria. There's some like just outside of Melbourne, which well, is really weird. I'll get to this one. It's well, really Well, that's oogie. awesome because I have a rad driving mix. And yes. And it, it goes for like 27 hours. Yes. Is it just... <laughs> Is it just the Ghostbusters theme on repeat? No, 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 no it's right. It's got everything you want. It's got, it's got country music. It's got metal. I hate country music. It's I like got metal. Mariah's on there. Okay, we're getting there. Uh, who uh, else? Uh, Obscure. Let's put some Todrick Hall in uh, there. Okay. Yeah, I've got Rich Lux. Okay, I want um nails, hair, hips, heels. Uh, yeah, that right. one gets me in the okay. mood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Abba, bitch. There is a fair bit of Rue on there. Oh, sick. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, in. yeah. I would love some Abba though. Okay, I'm in the mood. Okay, guys. So I'm sure, as Gemma just said, that everyone who has a license can relate to driving down a spooky ooky old road and getting like chills Mm -hmm. i get it for some reason around murdoch i don't know i don't know why but yeah i can definitely see that because it's it's country it's i love murdoch i kind of grew up in murdoch with all my horses and stuff but there was this one road that it's really thin really and it's it's the one that comes up from santa's place and it goes down to that murdoch hall yes and it's uh, really where you thin can, where the antiques place is no it's the that's you know, tyab yeah that's tyab it's the one near um you know santa's place that yeah, big, yeah yeah i know that one you're going past that and you're just going straight yeah and it's really thin and i'm pretty sure it's like 80 k's and there used to be buffalo really? in the paddocks yeah whoa it was really 
yeah, I love I love it. I love I'm Rodux, mostly like around Rodux at night. I don't really like driving around there at night because I'm always afraid that a kangaroo is going to just jump yeah. Well, that's out it. The front. roads are so small and. And um, there is a lot of wildlife around there. Heaps. And people drive so fast. So fast. Mm. It's so dangerous. Um, and I also used to get the creeps. Um, Baxter Primary School. Yeah. There's... Oh, no. Lang Warren Primary School. Lang Warren Primary School. Um, I have friends that live in the area. I don't know that one. It's it's up near the abattoir uh, in Lang Warren. Okay. No, I don't know. But um, they've seen sh- seen shadow people. And really? apparently it was like a heavily populated area for Aboriginals. Really? And they, 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 and like one of my best friends lives in Langwarren and he's like a heavy metal guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's quite tough. Yeah. And he's like, he's seen these shadow people and it freaks him out. He's like, really? Sped home because he's, they've just been like in the play equipment at the school and stuff. These shadow people. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. You have to think, don't you? Because people, I think people people forget that they were ancient civilizations yeah, well, here. I was literally thinking it about it last like night. Colonized, colonized by white people. Exactly. Like this planet's been here for so long. How do you know that the spot we're sitting right now hasn't had like massacres? Exactly. You know, how many people have died in this you spot? You don't know. You, yeah, there's no way. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, let's 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 go on I'm with my tales. Okay, so tell, tell me all about it. I got them from really random websites. I got them from Red Spot and Thrifty, which I think are insurance companies for cars. Yeah. For some reason, they were advertising haunted roads. Hey, rent a truck and drive down a haunted road. Well, yeah, a lot of these stories have to do with truck drivers seeing ghosts. So oh, I don't know. It's weird. But aren't truck drivers known for taking a lot of drugs? Are they? Well, yeah, because they're they're driving, like, literally, like, Melbourne to Sydney, like, five times a week. They have to take loads of speed. And I've done that drive, and it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I've just listened to podcasts and um, eaten lollies, but um, (laughs) I guess that's kind of... Well, I've got my 27-hour driving mix, so I'm good. Yeah, you've just got ABBA on repeat (laughs) for 27 hours. (laughs) I tend, I used, uh, yeah, I've, there's been times that I've been so exhausted while driving that I've been like, Jackson, put the whole movie of Pulp Fiction on and just plug it into the aux cord so I can just recite just the whole movie it. off by yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah, So I stay awake. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's, let's <laughs> go on with this story. This, uh, this, the first haunting is Mount Victoria Pass, Lithgow, New South Wales. Lithgow. I think it's kind of... I think Lithgow is kind of country. Okay. I think all these areas are kind of country. I'm going to get on maps while you're telling me the story. Get on I'm the gonna Googs. I'm going to see where Lithgow is. And all I'm thinking in my head is John. John Lithgow? Yes. What's he off again? Oh, everything. Yeah. He played um, Winston Churchill in The Crown and he was fantastic. Okay, so it's, it's northeast of Sydney. Yes. So never eat... Soggy it's out, it's, wheat bix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, to the um, right. It's out It's out by the Blue Mountains. Chris is giving me the thumbs up. Oh, Blue Mountains. Okay. Yeah, Blue yeah. Mountains. Actually, yes, I saw a photo of this and I thought... That Blue looks- Mountains Burlesque Festival. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Shout out to Miss <laughs> Betty Bombshell. Okay. So there's a strip of highway in Mount Victoria and it is said to be haunted by the lady in black, which is very... There's always there's a, lady a lady in black. There's a lady in black in every suburb. Gray, lady in white. white. Lady in red. Yep. 
<laughs> She's been cited since the beginning of the 19th century. She is said to be dressed That's in old. black. Yeah, it is ages. Yeah. Dressed in black. Duh. Looks very sad. And she'll also grip onto the back of your vehicle. What? Yeah. Like the T-1000. <laughs> what? What's that? From Terminator 2. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm you sorry do I like, don't like Star you Wars and do Terminator. you like to get rid of her. What? <laughs> just go around in circles trying to get her off. No, I just remember being a little kid and driving down... <laughs> Oliver's Road in Frankston or Oliver's Hill and this skateboarder grabbed onto the back of my mum's car and I th- I was so angry because I'm like he's was it Marty McFly it was I wish no I was I was like this is an injustice square. he should be paying for the petrol this is yeah yeah you cheapskate you freeloader you okay boomer <laughs> when you've got nothing else Me. to say yeah <laughs> Um, oh my god yeah, and this has actually caused deaths doing the t-1000 trick no honey are the lady in black grabbing onto the car yeah t-1000 oh, trick sorry holy yeah. cow yeah she's she's got a bit of a vendetta against people now her origin story um she was the ghost of a woman called caroline collitz oh that's a close one collitz collitz <laughs> Not Kalitz. <laughs> um, she was a local of the area and was beaten to death and dumped along the same strip of road in 1842. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, right? So it's been going on for ages. I wonder why she was beaten. Probably because men are sexist. Well, some men. Uh, not God, all, not, not all men. <laughs> uh, yeah, not all men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Next one. Okay. They all happen in New South Wales. So if we ever go up for the Blue Mountains Burlesque mm. Festival, mm. obviously yes. we're going to have to check this out. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bring... Oh, we're off to I forgot gal. to tell you guys, um, Christmas, which hasn't happened for us yet. It's happened for you listening. But Gemma bought me a Ouija board. So we're going to bring it to the Mount Victoria Pass. Huh? Bringing my Ouija board to the boat trip. Oh, to Lithgow? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll be over here. Yeah, and I'll be over there. I won't and the, be taking part. And the part. Ouija board will be in the middle. Yeah, I won't be taking part. You, you have fun with that. I'll FaceTime you from the Ouija board. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. <laughs> the Pillager Princess, Newell Highway, New South Wales. Okay. Newell. How do you spell Newell? N-E-W-E-L-L. Okay. New South Wales. And she sounds like she's a pirate. Well, P-I-L-L-I-G-A. What does that say? Pillager or Pilliga? She. Everyone's oh, on their phone. Oh, brand. Coonabarabran. What? It's out by Coonabarabran. Okay, so the Newell Highway. <laughs> Newell Highway goes through Coonabarabran, the most Australian sounding town in Australia. No, I think I'm one faggy, mate. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Or, <laughs> nah, everything sounds pretty Australian down here. Except uh, for Mornington. Uh, yeah, down here we have a lot of, like, cool sounding places. Mooroduck. 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 A cow, a kangaroo, and a duck. Oh, yeah. That's how I learned it, because I went to Mooroduck Primary School. Ah. Okay, Chris is frantically scribbling down on the page. What's she, she saying? Ho- Pilga equals town in New South Wales. Pilga. Pilga. 
Apilaga. That's how I pronounce it. <laughs> In right. an Italian accent. Apilaga. So what is that where we are at the moment? Not Coonabarabran? No, at Newell Highway, New South Wales. What's Pilliga then? That's just her nickname. Oh, sorry. Okay, that's not a town. It's a person. <laughs> no, that this is the ghost's name, the Pilliga Princess. Okay. And I think it's a town. And it's a town. Yeah. It, they it usually name their ghosts after where they're from, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's why we've got the Frankston Phantom. I wish. Is that true? No. No. (laughs) Okay. Apparently a woman described as the bag lady or the Pilliga princess. Kind of a juxtaposition there. It's a massive difference. So is she a princess or a bag lady? I think she's a bit of both. Mm. Depends how she's feeling on the day. Maybe it's a Prada bag. Oh, oh, okay. You've cha- <laughs> I'll, it's going to change in a few seconds. Okay, You'll be like, mm. okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, she's an, a common apparition seen by truck drivers traveling along the Newell Highway. Apparently, mm-hmm. she's seen pushing a shopping trolley at the dead of night. What? So I don't. When I was first researching this, I went, oh, what if it's an actual like homeless person? Yeah, that they just keep seeing, which I thought was really inappropriate. Like I was writing this to be like. Guys, this woman probably is really struggling. No, she's a ghost um, because a truck driver uh, ran over her <gasps> in 1993. And the real her? The real her. And that's when she died? 1993. Oh and my God, ever was since, she actually a homeless person? I don't know. Maybe she was doing late night shopping. Oh, my God. But, like, she was standing, she was apparently pushing the trolley in the pitch black at night along a, a rural highway, which is dangerous as hell. Yeah. And, um... Well, by the time the truck driver saw her, it was too late. It's like out at down, uh, Browns Road, down at Rosebud, down, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People it's walk scary. along that road because there's golf clubs and they go to weddings and stuff. Yeah. And then they drunk, walk down the road. There's no lights. No, it's so dangerous. No one can see them. So dangerous. Um, it's, it's the same as um, I Boundary Road in Dramana. There are kids riding bikes mm-hmm. along a road that's the speed is 100. Yep. And it's like, where are your parents? It's so dangerous. But it's scary as hell. You don't know if they're like losing balance. I don't know. It's it's really it's really bad. I mean, put a flag on your where, back. Yeah, where are um uh high vis? Wear a tent on your back. A big high vis tent. Okay, so yep. that's really sad. So she's not been long gone. No, since ninety three. But wow, um, that's the same year that uh, Kelly got abducted. Oh no 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 no. Um yeah, but. Truck drivers see her pu- pushing her trolley along the highway at the dead of night. Dun dun. So now all we have okay. to do is find a truck driver and go double dinking on his truck and look out for this w- this homeless woman. Be like, who are these weird chicks? Like, who are these pale <laughs> losers? Ooh, I just put the microphone in my mouth. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> Okay, next one. The next one is the Tanami Road, Northern Territory slash Western Australia. This road stands as one of Australia's most isolated roads. It's super desolate with the occasional road train, dingo and kangaroo. That's pretty much all of the Northern Territory, Yeah, that's Territory, the peninsula, um, except for the road trains. That's kind of everywhere. No, that's Northern Territory. That's like- I haven't been. But like even driving up to Broken Hill, there were so many road trains. It was so fun. Oh my god. Really? Best time. I want to go to Broken Hill next year. So let's do September. What month is it? September. Let's let's go to the Broken Hill. Sweet. Yeah. September. That seems let's like do so it. Long, long, it seems like let's so long do it away. and let's find a haunted house while we're up there. 
Are there haunted houses in Broken Hill? It's the middle of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> okay, All let's right. do it. <laughs> yeah. Now, this isn't a haunted road. Okay. But if you drive it, you will go past the infamous crater where Wolf Creek was filmed, which I think is sick. <gasps> That's my favorite horror movie. I love Wolf Creek so much. Watched it once, never again. Oh, my God. I, I've what I own. I've own all the dvds i own like books i own i've seen the net the stand series i love that show love it okay love it uh okay so and that crater it looks like kind of an eerie place doesn't it it's massive it's huge it's like it is like ancient like literally like a meteor crash it is crazy crazy big yeah wow yeah so i think that would imagine driving past that in like the evening and just seeing it kind of this it'd be like being on the moon Mm -hmm. i'd love to see that odd i love red sand so i'd love to go to Mm. northern territory cool okay now this one's in melbourne and i want to go where it's um called the anti-gravity hill straws lane wood end i've been there you've been to this hill yeah are Uh, you serious i've actually been there several times you've been to this my cousin took me there when i was maybe 10 or 11 Mm. um and she said i gotta show you this thing get out are you kidding me and then years like 20 years later i took my husband there and i was like you gotta see this thing so it worked for you oh it works 100 works what so what happened wait no i need this is my story mate you tell the story (laughs) i'll corroborate after okay god damn it's still in my stories I didn't write this in my lunch break an hour ago for nothing, mate. <laughs> okay. So, guys, for your for you that don't know about this, like I had never known, there's a random hill not far from Melbourne where if you stand at the base of the hill and, for example, tip water onto the road, it flows up the hill. If you place a ball on the road at the bottom of the hill, it'll roll up the hill. Mm-hmm. And if you put your car in neutral at the bottom, the car will roll up the hill. And there's, like, footage. Some woman is in her car filming it. She's like, look, my, car, my stick's on neutral and I'm going up the hill. Mm-hmm. I don't even have my foot on the mm-hmm. And she's going up the hill. Dude, I will take you there. Tell me about it. Now you'll go. Tell me about it. Yeah, okay. So I didn't do the water one or I didn't do the ball one. But if you put your car in neutral, it will go up the hill. And what? another thing that happens is when you run down the hill, it feels like you're running up the hill. And when you run up the hill, what? it feels like you're running down the hill. I'm freaking out. Go ahead. I'm freak. Can we do this? Yeah. I mean, it's wood end. It's not that far. It's like, what, hour and... I wonder... Hour and a 20-minute drive. It's I wonder, like, were there houses built on this hill? No, it's it's in, like, a field. In what? fact, it's hard to miss, actually, because, like... And we, when I took my husband there, we were like, I was like, hang on a minute. I got to find this right hill. Okay. <laughs> uh, it might be this one. <laughs> hang on a minute. It might Lays be, on no, the floor and rolls yeah. up. <laughs> uh, but then when we actually found it, there were other cars there. Oh, so people were testing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People <gasps> go there. It's this a is thing. so fun. But like, there's, there's no sign. There's like a gum tree. Like, honestly, oh. there's so nothing. So no one's like put up any like... No, no, no. What? It's out near Hanging Rock. Get out. Mm. What? Yeah, like you can sort of see Hanging Rock like. It's that yeah. area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a creepy area. It's a really creepy area. I get area. goosebumps every time I go past Hanging Rock. And also going back to what we were saying before, um, 
steeped in Aboriginal culture and oh, history. Oh, this is scary. Yeah. yeah. What? Just, yeah, I'm freaking out. Um, yeah, so I don't know what that hill's all about. Um, the, I know there are other hills around the world that do the same that thing. That do the same thing. What? Yeah, there are. And uh, maybe that'll be... Um, I've got a book actually that details one of them. I'll I'll detail it in a what? Later I'm freaking episode. out. This yeah, is yeah, nuts. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Oh. I'm definitely gonna New Year's Eve. I'm meant to be at a show. You'll find me <laughs> in Wood rolling up a hill in the middle of nowhere near Hanging Rock. That's what I'm gonna Sorry, Red Light Confidential. <laughs> Are you doing Red Light Confidential? No, I'm not in it. I wish. You're going to it? I'll be, yeah, I'll, I'm going to it. I still don't know what I'm doing. No, Come seems. to Red Light. It's like a, it's a big. I know. I just usually don't like to go to the city on New Year's. No, me neither. I'm getting massive anxiety because I'm like, I should be in bed by 10 o'clock. Oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about dickheads. Um, we're speaking from the past, guys. So it's already yeah. happened. Let us yeah, know what happened. we do. Hope you had an awesome time. Yep. I hope it was great yeah. for us. <laughs> our next story, our next haunted road is Wakehurst Parkway, New South Wales. Okay, Apparently cool. this is like the most haunted road in Australia. Okay. Yep. I just looked that up and it was, it's north of Sydney. Okay. So Sydney-ans. next time you're in Sydney, hire a car. Yep. Go up to Wakehurst. Yep. Do it. <laughs> okay. So what happened there? Oh, <laughs> did you say it was north of Sydney? Yeah. <laughs> I've written it's west of Sydney. let's just go with north because i'm having a slow day (laughs) um in the town called middle creek bridge no in a town called wakehurst parkway (laughs) let me me start again (laughs) somewhere in sydney in the town of wakehurst parkway there's a bridge called middle creek bridge okay on that bridge, people have said to have seen a girl in a white dress, of course. Yeah. Um, she apparently will appear in the middle of the road when cars are driving. They're currently on the bridge and she'll drive straight through. Like, they'll drive straight through the girl, which I think is in every horror movie with a car in it's it. It's that old thing of you're driving the girl just appears in the night. And you she swerve. just appears. Uh, yeah. And then they look around. No one's there. Yeah, that's it. Um, there's also a nun who will appear in the backseat of people's cars. Uh, and this happens a lot because it's like famous. In the same town? Just on the bridge. Yeah. In uh, what? Just this small bridge. You'll, you'll either like, if you're lucky, you'll get a nun or a girl. Holy cow. I don't know. I'd prefer to hit the girl than have a nun in my backseat. I think I would too. Can you imagine? That's actually making like my armpits like sweaty or squiggly. Thinking Ew. about a nun in my seat. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it's kind of like one of those things you kind of dread looking in your rearview mirror and there's a freaking person in the seat and it's the middle of the and night. it's a religious person. And a religious person. It's a nun. dead eyes. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yep. Does she say anything? I don't think so. I think she literally is there for like a few seconds. She's probably just there for the the distance of what the bridge is oh yeah i think it, it only happens on the bridge do they know the history of this no. do they uh, have any theories I, I couldn't find anything wow two very stereotypical spooky things like a girl in a white dress yeah. and a nun like yeah it's a bit horror yeah. movie trope it's isn't very it? yeah but wow. um it's that's, everywhere that's, that's really cool yeah yeah um okay. another haunted road 
for our international listeners, which I know there are a few. Now, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. People pronounce it differently everywhere. The mm-hmm. Belangelo or Belangelo? Belangelo. Belangelo State Forest in yeah. New South Wales, which yeah. is an obvious one. That's where Ivan Milat committed his serial killing. A few things have happened out there. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. was um, a his few other. Nephew. His nephew was a quote unquote copycat killer, which mm-hmm. not really, but he was inspired. Um, and there's still, they think there's a heap of bodies out there. Well, there are bodies that have not been found. And there was that one that we talked about in our Ice Cube episode a few couple of weeks ago, how they found some yes. bodies out there. They thought it was uh, a couple of Ivans, but they actually have a yes. new suspect That's now. It. That's it. And there's been heads that have been missing. Like uh, some of the victims have, their yeah. heads have never been found. Exactly. So there are lots of body parts in that forest. Yeah. Oh, it's a very... Pub- it's beautiful though. Yeah. It's absolutely stunning. But... um. Yeah, probably if, very haunted. Yeah, um, if you're not familiar with it, look it up. Um, the next one is the Bloody Mile. That's what the road's called, and it's in Shell Harbour, New South Wales. Okay. Yeah. The Bloody Mile. It's called the Bloody Mile. This one I think is the coolest. Um, it's located between the Princes Highway and the South Coast Railway, and it's a road referred to as the Bloody Mile. On this one stretch of road, 13 murders have taken place, which leads to the constant sightings of moaning ghosts walking down the road. It's only a 10-hour drive away. Oh, let's do it. What are you doing tomorrow? It's up near, um, it's towards Wollongong. Yeah. P.S. I'm working tomorrow. Oh, same. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, So it's like Belangalo State Forest, like murders just keep happening there is there a reason for that i don't know it's maybe it's cursed i mean 13 murders i mean by 13 different people i think it was yeah i don't think it was a serial killer that just targeted or like a busload of people who died okay it was like random throughout time and is it considered to be like cursed for that reason yeah okay and what about hauntings yeah well the ghosts of the victims are all along that road apparently they see they hear ghosts moaning and they see ghosts walking down the road. Mm. Yeah. I had no idea about that. It's cool, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, I love it. Last one. The Lemon Tree Passage Road, New South Wales. Okay. This is located... Another New South Wales one. Yeah. Holy cow. Located in Lemon Tree Passage, Port Stephens, north of <gasps> Newcastle. Oh, I've been to Port Stephens once. Cute. Lemon, sorry, what was it called? Lemon Tree Passage, which I think is such a cute little it's name. It's so nice. It it's sounds like, beautiful. It's like you, if you live in Lemon Tree Passage, you've... You're going to have a good life. You've made it. <laughs> You're going to have a little cottage. <laughs> There's going to be a little brewery there. Okay, so it's a fair way from here up past Newcastle, mm. coastal town, surrounded by national parks and nature reserves. So it's gorgeous. Looks pretty beautiful damn yeah wow so what happened there so the the actual lemon tree passage road is a road where apparently if you speed you will bump into a ghost so if you go over the limit a ghost will appear so there's a ghost of a cop probably no (laughs) no it's just i don't know if you're going fast on the road a lot of people say that a ghost will just appear wow um and there's been heaps of accounts of super, super, super bright lights coming out of nowhere and like almost creating walls on the road and causing people to crash. Whoa. Yeah, like they'll make them drive off the road. 
It even inspired a horror movie in 2014 14 called Lemon Tree Passage. Oh. And it draws heaps of American tourists to that part of Newcastle, which I think is so random. Oh, I've never heard of it. We're going to have to see if we can find that. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, Lemon Tree Passage. I wonder, is it an Australian film or an American Austra- film? Oh, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why all the Americans are coming over to Newcastle, but... Well, exactly. Yeah. Lemon Tree it must be American because I've never thing. heard it. And Australia horror movies are some of the best. They can be. Yeah. Oh, my Absolutely God. They some can of be. the best. The Babadook, mm-hmm. um, The Loved Ones, um, uh, Wolf Creek, there was a good Snowtown. One. There was a good one that I watched. So it was good. like one of those found footage movies and it was actually oh. filmed at Monte Cristo. That was <gasps> a good one too. Girl, I was just researching that today. Monte Cristo. It it gave me the absolute creeps looking I at that house. I would love it's to go there. stunning. Mm. Incredibly stunning. Well, there's a movie that was shot there that was like a found footage. I think it, it might be called Monte Cristo. Mm. I don't know. Incredible. It's beautiful. Anyway, anyway that's my story. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Happy oh. New Year, guys. Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. And um, keep safe. I hope the 20s yeah, are the 20s. marvelous. Wow. Yeah, hope they're um, the, what is it? The swinging 20s? The twirling Roaring. 20s? Roaring. Roaring 20s. <laughs> 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 All right, well, that's about it from us. Oh, oh you want to you yeah. tell people about our thing? We've got a new thing. Okay, we've, we... After <laughs> I should much just yell it over you. <laughs> Calm down. Calm your farm. <laughs> we have a closing phrase. Yeah. And Esther can't wait to tell you what well, it is. Uh, so let's say our goodbyes and then you can you can say it. <laughs> okay, so I'm Gemma. This is Esther. Goodbye. Until next week. Goodbye. Be creepy, but don't be a creep. Cannot wait to see all your t-shirts and cover photos and tote bags with that slogan. Yep. Put it on a mug. Get it tattooed. Yep. Do it. Paint it on a wall. All right. Ciao, guys. Bye. It is 40 light years from Earth and emits a light glue blow. Blow? (laughs) (laughs) A light glue blow? What does that mean? There's a blue blow. I don't want to (laughs) know. All right, I have to do that again. Stop laughing. Stop it. It has to. It can't be in the. It can't be in the final cut.